This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Irirangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Semi G, here in the NPR studio, and I am joined by the CPW Tag Team Champions. Well, 50% half. of them. Yeah, not 50%, say half. It sounds less demeaning, Sammy. But if I say half, that just makes it sound like I'm only talking about one of you. No, it just means we've got a semi. And a semi for you is still bigger than a full-on for most, so. There we go. We're like 30 seconds in. Boom, pal. Right to the right to the meat of it. Right to the meat of the tissue. I mean, issue. Here to talk all things wrestling for a Tuesday night. Uh, so, yes, that was Ray Gunn. We are also joined by the superhero, Jay Marshall. Hey, I know that guy. Ray Gunn. Hi. 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 Fancy meeting you here. What are you wearing? <laughs> if you'd like to know what I'm wearing, Ray, just check out OnlyFans forward slash tripod. I'm guest starring on Sammy G's show this weekend. It should be a big event. A large turnout. <laughs> and a big tent pole. Full of big mm. people. Big tent pole, huge speaking, tent pole. Oh. Speaking of large like events, this. speaking of large events, I believe Sammy G had a pretty cool weekend, which, well, we'll be able to tell the censored version of it later on. So, yes. Anyway, Sammy, how are you, buddy? Did you swipe left on any body? Well, he might not have swiped on left on anybody, but there was a swipe towards Sammy G. But again, more on that later on. Yes. Uh, we did take a nice little road trip up to Oakland. First time yes. there for seven years, I think I figured out it was for me. Auckland, yes. I thought you said Oakland. I was like, where's my free tickets? Mm. I did say Oakland. Yeah, bro, we went to we went to Cali, bro. Just jumped on the old cape and I flew them all over there and yeah. Gangster. Yeah. Mm. We got a long haul. Mm. It was a long haul. Uh yeah. Did it in a just over a day. Because we lit, well, you had the longer drive than all of us. Because you, yeah, was that like eight hours flight? Yeah, yeah. Well, it would have been would have been easier if um, I like took them in a motor vehicle, but I just pushed them in a wheelbarrow. Um, That's so sort of made our trip a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but we made it. Come in really, really handy at passing lanes. You know, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. We had. A, a pretty cool trip. We uh, the superhero was joined by you know the head of uh, cinematic. Um, I did come up with a really cool title for her. Um, yeah, the director of cinema, 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 cinematology. Cinematography. Cinematology. Cinematography. Yeah, that's yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my lovely daughter Paris. She came up with us, and uh, we stopped in Palmerston North and picked up. Uh, Big old Sammy G. We slung the tripod on the roof racks and carried on <laughs> forward to. Uh, I was wondering how they to, to, get in there. To to Wanganui, where we picked up um, young Ryan Zero, and um, we trekked our way northwards. <clears throat> we got to the Messy Rugby Club for action packed wrestling. Yeah. And there was certainly plenty of action that was packed into that show. Um, as we sort of said last week, 
Um, that was, yeah, Mitchell Fells um, of Mitchell Mania's fame. Um, that was his sort of debut show. It was on his bucket list. It was number two on his bucket list. Number one was to get to WrestleMania. Boom, take that one off. Number two was he wanted to run his own show. And, of course, you know, you're thinking, oh, cool. And, you know, yes, he is New Zealand number one fan. But, you know, does it, you know, he's just a fan running a show. Eh. Well, well, dang, it was probably one of the best shows I've been on for a very long time. Out of most of the promotions I've been on, including my own, um, you know, it was a pretty cool show. Um, there were some pretty cool guest appearances in the Rumble, which we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a cool show. Um, yeah, a lot of fun was had. And pizza. I'm putting this on the record because I'm recording the show, so it's record dead. I did not touch mm-hmm. the pizza. I didn't touch. The you pizza. did not have. You did not have any type of relationships with that slice. Is that what you're trying to say? I did not touch the pizza. I think there was like half subs. And did you boxes. inhale? I did not touch the the subs. I stayed clear of catering. There you go. So you're not a fan of the subs? That's a first for you, Sammy. Okay. <laughs> That's Scott Steiner yeah. joke. No. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a deep no, touch. Like say, Sammy just looks down in despair. <laughs> that was a deep, subtle wrestling nerd cut. <laughs> and, I, and I did it knowing full well that you basically don't eat the entire days of shows. <laughs> That's, on this one occasion, not true. We, we did make a stop by a food court. And yes. I, I, I was shocked. When our, uh, I guess, host for the expedition uh, informed me that I wasn't, well, I could have, but it was best if I left my, my, my food wrappers just on the table because they have people that come run and clean it. I was, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yes. And they, don't have any, they don't even have any bins. Think about the economy, man. You can't be taking jobs out of people's hands right now. I'm also the guy that will return, like, plates and cups to the kitchen at a cafe. Taking somebody's job, man. they got to pay some kid fucking 16 50 or whatever youth wages these days to get that done. In fact, they probably do pay some kid that. So you just gave that kid free money. That undeserving little shite. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, that was just because first time in Auckland in a long time, first time in a food court in a long time. So, yeah, I was I was genuinely shocked by this. Culture shock, I guess they call it. No, I just think it's just weird Aucklanders, to be totally honest. Uh, if any Aucklanders are listening to the show, the views and values of one G Marshall do not necessarily represent those of PB&H. We hate you. Yeah. <laughs> And if you. any Aucklanders are listening to the show and they've got a problem with it, well, you know who to call. Yeah, I'll be in Christchurch this weekend. You know a nice place to a nice place to spend your time? Come find me. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Is this a healed hint from the gun cabinet? No, we just hate Auc- Auckland. That makes us a baby face everywhere else in the world. Yeah. Oof. It's like Bret Hart in Canada. You know, we may be hated in Auckland, but we loved everywhere else. Wasn't that Bret Hart in the States? He was hated in the States, but loved everywhere else. It's Thank just, you very much yeah. for picking up on that, Ray. You could have just let it go and then no one would have noticed, <laughs> but no, you had to make a point out of it. Because you said Canada. Yes, because that's what I meant. Hmm. But then I said the other stuff around the wrong way. Hmm. In a deliberate attempt to try and fool the listeners. Lies. Thinking Sammy G was a little bit more professional than us because I'm trying to do a good deed here, true. but you've ruined it. Yeah, because they already but, know that it's not true anyway. Our listeners are smart, intelligent, sophisticated folk who cheer people who cheer honourable good guys like the gun cabinet. 
Yeah, shout out to Charlie Hewitt. Anyway. And Ryan Zero's dad's partner. As well as Mrs. Blade and Mrs. Silver and... No, it was Mrs. Silver and Mrs. Bogan Jesus. Thank you very much. Yeah. And no, I don't think they yeah. like me anymore because I shot them down. What, I can't put a personal shout out in there myself? No. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, Action packed Wrestling, One Night Stand, the messy club rooms in Auckland, uh, kicked off with Paul Sayers going one-on-one with Taylor Adams. Yeah. Yeah, this was it was a good classic wrestling match. Well designed. Um both both opponents had 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 great prop game plans. Um yeah. You know, it was it was a good solid wrestling match as you would expect from two established overseas journeymen, I guess you would call them. Um yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a good good match. It's got to see a bit of a, a comical side of Taylor Adams, which was quite nice to see. Um, he was a bit less angry, kill, 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 more of angry, kill, kill, kill. Let's make someone laugh. Kill, kill, kill. So, yeah, no, it was good. Um, and Taylor Adams it. picking up the win over Paulie Spitfire. And I guess we can uh, also mention that this was a show for charity, so we, we could... Be a bit looser with characters, I guess. Well, yes. So I think he was just generally just having a good time, and um, yeah. Well, a match like that, the the pressure's. I mean, the pressure's still on to win, but there's no number one contenderships on the line, no titles on the line. Just a good sort of yeah. But you know, hey, when when a guy's there straddling the middle rope who else doesn't want you know who in their right mind would not want to do the ultimate warrior moves you know he's just asking for it you know so hey yeah no bad i i, I quite enjoyed it i might try and steal it for myself for some of my matches oh hang on a minute anyway <clears throat> on the off chance that there is a younger listener we can also say batista on the ropes oh yeah yeah doesn't have the right ring to it. Not, no, it doesn't. Not not Batista's thing on the ropes, because that's completely different. Yeah, I think out of the three of us, only you could pull that off, Sammy. Uh, the second match we had was the Casino Battle Royale, where the winner of the match got to be entered into the seven-man ladder match main event for the APW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, this was done in the casino battle royale style, so groups of five or six. Yes, there were six lots of five were entered, and now Sammy G will like announce who they were in the correct order. Go. Uh, if anything, this is where I go into a into a backstory about. Funny you say backstory. Because, Ray, I'm sitting here, you know, getting the superhero stuff on, you know, shining up the kick pads and shining up the boots and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Next minute, I sort of just glance up, you know, as you're tying your laces up, I sort of glance up and I see these snakeskin pants just wander, wander past me. And I'm like, hmm, weird. Something you don't see every day. I finished there and looked up. And there was a surprise guest entrant in the Rumble. One Samuel G. Oh, so you're right. Snakeskin mm. pants, not something you see every day, but something you see once a month. Mm. Sometimes twice, depending on who's booking. Mm. Mm. Sweet Sammy G makes his official debut. How did it feel, Sammy G? Did you kick, kick names and take ass? No. I <laughs> disappointing. I well, there was the comment earlier about did I swipe on anyone? But 
as it was alluded to, I took a swipe across the face from one rough gut. Must have been fun. Jay knows uh, a bit about how that feels. Oh, yeah, so I found out a bit earlier on in the Rumble as well. Mm. Um, thanks to Mr. Rough Guts. Um, he decided he must. He really, really liked what we did the week before and decided he wanted to attack me again. So, yeah, didn't work out too well for me. But anyway, back to the main event of the Rumble. Sammy G. So you got slapped by Rough Guts. Was there anybody else that sort of imparted any knowledge onto you? Well, nice segue there, Mr. Marshall, because there was one Tom Knowledge who entered uh, the Rumble immediately behind me in my group. Uh, and he pointed out that my game plan, which was to try to get on Rough Guts' side so we could take out other people, and then when Rough Guts rejected me, I then tried to team up with Tom Knowledge to take out Rough Guts. Uh, which was when the slap came. And then Mr. Knowledge pointed out that's not a good way to make friends. Swiftly followed by a low blow, and then I was eliminated. So, about two minutes. He's got a cheek. He's got a cheek. A man that wears a hat like that says that you do not have a... Now, that's not the way to make friends. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go up and make friends with a man wearing a hat like that. Well, if it's any consolation, I ended up wearing it as I was eliminated, so. Well, that means I'm, we can no longer be friends. You guys are anyway, friends? Wow. Well, well, we'll just work? In, I mean, I'm your friend too. In gimmick. No, 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 we're just friends in gimmick. Okay. Well, no, it was, it was pretty cool. I got to see the... the 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 final moments of Sammy G's uh, rumble appearance, um, and I must admit it was a proud papa moment, you know, as he sort of got, you know, punched in the nets, throwing up, throwing. Yep. The thing was, was like Tom Knowledge did the low blow, but first time I've ever seen in history. His hand was just eclipsed by something. <laughs> I can't tell you what it was. It was just, it was like, Did he you know like, what they say, you know? Did he if like you, if, come if, down and be like, ah, oh, my arm? Hmm, he, he did. Yeah, um, I believe he's still getting surgery on it. But anyway, it's like it's like, it's like when you're firing fire. a gun, right? In, this, in the States, if you're firing a gun, they tell you to go for the center mass or go for the biggest mass, right? And, and that's what Tom Knowledge did. He's obviously a very intelligent man. And um, I don't know if we can like that's an apt comparison, but uh, go on, go on. Mm-hmm. But you know, so he, he targeted the biggest part, threw him out. But you know, luckily, luckily there were no small children, animals, or elderly people in the vicinity to be sort of like hit by the cascading snake pants. <laughs> y- yes, yes. Um, but uh, it was it was a really really cool moment. I, I I I I'm taking the piss out of Sammy G, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see him. Probably broke his forearm on your third leg, Sammy. Oh. He's just lucky that the third leg didn't look him in the eye and then bite him. Then you know, Matt, had, not, had not a gaze. Mm. Uh, yes, rough <laughs> no, I'm just imagining it like the whole like. Snake charmer thing. Starts playing like a flute and like it just <laughs> weaves on out. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> spits venom. Have you seen the movie Anaconda? Hot white venom. Mm. Anyway, yes. Speaking of bites. Uh, Tom Knowledge took a, a bite to the hand from, not from me, from Rough Guts. Hmm. Well, he shouldn't be pointing, pointing his fingers in the wrong places. He was trying um, to skin the cat. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, cat obviously didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, now, no. Due to recovery, I did not see how this ended. Okay, well, I, I can, I can, 
elaborate on that. Um, so you had the... I've got to try and get this right in my head. Final four in the Rumble were James Shaw, T-Hawk, Taylor Adams, and somebody else. Can't remember who else, but it was somebody else. But it got down, basically, T-Hawk got thrown out, and it looked to be James Shaw... Um, somebody else that was teaming up with Taylor Adams. Can't remember who it was. Anyway, anyway, basically, as it was down to the final three, suddenly the screen starts playing the music. The, the countdown starts again. The wild card. As as all casino, casino battle royals, which we know from the elaborate history that we've had because of them, but mm-hmm. the three years of history. Um, well, there was a Joker card. And it was none other than APW Commissioner Mitchell Fells himself was entered into the Rumble. Now, oh yeah, now, while this was happening, James Shaw threw the other people out. And James Shaw, yay, I've won the Rumble, I've won the Rumble. And everyone's like, no, you haven't. Mitchell is still here. Now, unfortunately, you know, not unfortunately, anybody that knows Mitchell, knows he's got muscular dystrophy. He's in a wheelchair. So couldn't actually get into the ring. But he was still a legal entrant. While James Shaw was basically saying, well, no, look, hey, he can't even get in the ring. He's disqualified. He can't, he can't win. While he was busy grabbing the microphone, as James Shaw does, and arguing with the crowd, pointing these facts out, well, T-Hawk slid back into the ring, and whoop, out went James Shaw. Which left the only person left, in, well, in the Rumble. The only competitor not to be eliminated from the Rumble, Mitchell Fowles. So Mitchell Fowles won the Rumble. Yeah. Which gets a little bit interesting considering that person then enters the um, seven-man seven man ladder, ladder match. Later in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. There's a bit of a cliffhanger. But, um... Then we had another cool match, just the one before intermission, um, which was the Duke of the Death match, Horace, taking on, well, the Death match Reaper himself, Vic Craig, in, now they had a name for it, um, basically it was the New Zealand Wrestling Collectibles basic figure match, they had a Bunch of toys, but they weren't normal toys. They weren't normal figures. Well, they were, but they had the the Vic Craig and the Horace twist on them. I don't know if you saw these. They had Thumb legit sticks. wrestling figures with thumbtacks hot glued onto the back of them. They had <laughs> wrestling cool. figures with with gusset plates, from, you know, glued to the back of them. There were. In the match, there was Horace was walking around with Randy Orton stuck to his back, doing moves. He had Vic Craig in a headlock with Randy Orton stuck to his back. Then Randy, um, Randy Orton, he wasn't in the match, but he, well, he technically was in the match, I guess. Yeah. He, and then Vic Craig, Vic Craig picks up an Eric Rowan doll. He looked at it. And he went, hey, it's me. And he's showing the crowd. It looked just like Vic Craig. Striking resemblance, yeah. Again, yes. Even had the thumbtacks on the back, like Vic Craig generally does. That got reversed on him. So Vic Craig ran around the ring with the figure of Vic Craig kind of <laughs> on his back. Um, it was an absolutely bizarre match. It was probably the most fun death match I'd seen. It was action um, figure mayhem. Me. Action figure mayhem. That's the one I was trying to figure figure it out. There were boogie boards. Um, yes, yep. There were there were boogie boards um, with thumbtacks on them. I don't know who the crazy person at the back was, but they went overboard and just put thumbtacks on everything. I half expected the referee to have thumbtacks on them, which um, coincidentally, shout out to AJ, the referee, did actually. Um, he came backstage afterwards and was pulling thumbtacks out of his knee. Um, <laughs> it was downfall of actually 
counting the pin in a match with a whole bunch of thumbtacks in it. Um, but yeah, uh, this match was for the New Zealand Wrestling Collectibles heavyweight title, which was won by Horace. So, yeah, no, bloody entertaining match. Um, I love watching those two guys wrestle. I'm not a big deathmatch fan, but yeah, it was cool for what it was. It was cool. Um, and to not see light tubes and stuff like that was really, really cool. To have a nice little fun element of it with the figures was pretty cool. They even had those, you know, those little soft squeegee Nerf, um, Nerf bullets. No, like slide whistle, yeah, um, the slide whistle gun thingies that you put water in and you squirt everybody in the pools. They had those with thumbtacks on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, yeah. Whoever made whoever makes thumbtacks made a killing out of this match. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, it was it was fun. Was had with had boy all. Um, even had they had there was a guy that was having a stag do. Now, I had a little bit of beef with this fellow because he turned up dressed as a superhero, which you know could have got a bit of heat with me, but I was in a good mood. Give me confusion. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but. I, Vic Craig gave him a staple gun and then held Horace. And the guy proceeded to, like, staple Horace's chest. Um, Vic Craig had a $5 note stapled to him at one point, which he then took up to the bar and bought a Red Bull, um, which I thought was quite good because he didn't buy a beer or anything like that, which I was quite surprised. Yeah, uh, being a highly trained right? athlete. Yeah, I know. Couldn't afford a beer again. <laughs> um you know, I would have at least held on to the five and hope I got another five later on in the match and got up and got a beer. No, it was good. It was a good match. And then, of course, we did the usual um, intermission cleanup. <clears throat> and speaking of intermissions, we will go to a break here on Pipe Bums and Headlocks. But when we return, more from APW's One Night Stand. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Oiridangi Onatangata O Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is still sponsored by Tripods. This is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio, still joined by. Half of the CPW Tag Team Champions, Mr. Ray Gunn. The semi-CPW Tag Team Champions. And Mr. Jay Marshall. I still know that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so before the break, we went through the first half of Action Pro Wrestling's One Night Stand. Uh, we're going to semi-speed through the rest of the card. Uh, yeah, starting with a fatal four-way uh, with Link Barnett, which was yes. cool to see him. Uh, K9, so Mr. Burns, and uh, Jake Sheehan of Control. Yes, yeah, no, that was, this was a pretty pretty cool, solid match, um, as you would expect from the names that you've just mentioned. Yeah, all-star um, cast. Yeah, you know, it was um, yeah, really pretty cool. Yeah, like you say, really, really nice to see Link in the ring again in New Zealand. Um, good old Hawks Bay boy done well overseas. Um, so nice to see him back. Um, and yeah, no, this was this was yeah a very high caliber match. This one. Um, didn't get to see an overly lot of it myself. Um. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. Always uh, oh, nice to see K nine there. Yeah, and K nine and Link worked really well together, and so did uh, Burns and Sheehan, which I thought was an interesting mix. I'm like, are we going to see hmm. some kind of like young Nat control, like future merger, hmm. maybe? Like anything is possible in wrestling these days. Uh, but yeah. Awesome match, uh, which ended up with uh, Jake Sheehan picking up the victory. 
Uh, then we had a tag team match. Chad Howard and Chalky Murdoch taking on the Dapper Dynasty. Uh, Titahi Vinny Dunn and uh, the bigger figure Taikade. Yes, it was really, really nice to see them when we don't have to actually fight them later on that night. Um, yeah. So it was cool to catch up with um, Taikade and Vinny. Taikade looked a lot smaller when I wasn't facing him. Um, yeah, it's funny that. Um, next to him and I but yeah, no, this was... Yeah, this was this was good. This was the two big boys of Chalky, Chalky Murdoch taking on Ty Kate, which was awesome. Um, and then you had the technical abilities of of, of Chad Howard and, and Vinny Dunn. Um, and unfortunately, I think that sort of experience and the the fact that um, this is the first time that Chalky and uh, Chad had teamed up, I think just the the lack of teammanship. The cohesion, um, I think, unfortunately, was their downfall, and the uh, Dapper Dynasty picked up the victory. Um, yeah, they did do a good job of isolating uh, Vinny Dunn, but once that tag got made, yeah. boom! Oh, well, that that's the thing, and that was the game plan that we had going into mm. taking on the Dynasty is. We've got a chance if we can keep Taikade away. <laughs> um, because, yeah, he's a big boy, and yeah, uh, I don't know I much that would stop him. I every now and then from that scoop slam I took from him. Well, the thing is, it's just a simple move like a scoop slam from Taikade. It's so much more punishing because it's from so far up. Um, he hits you with a clothesline. His forearms are just that big that it's not just across the chest. It's like torso is gone. Um, yeah. Without actually being in the ring with Taikage, you don't actually realize how big this man is, you know? Um, so, yeah, that would that's the obvious game plan for anybody going against the Dapper Dynasty is Divide and pick on Vinny and... and Bend over and kiss your ass goodbye when Taike comes in. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, which brings us to the main event of APW's One Night Stand. It was a seven-man ladder... Well, originally a ladder match. It was uh, changed into a... It was basically a DLC match. Yeah. Doors, ladders, and chairs match. Yes, yes, and um, just as as I alluded to earlier on, with Mitchell Fells winning the Casino Battle Royale um, and and earning a spot in the DLC ladder match, um, basically James Shaw did what James Shaw did, politicked and moaned and whinged. Uh, I believe the term is preached. Like, Preached, oh yes, yeah. preached in sermon. But basically, yes, basically um, made Mitchell Fells come out and relinquish his um, spot and give his spot to obviously the next person that was in the ring, which was James Shaw. So you had James Shaw, you had the um, Brooke Duncan from Valiant, the all pro. Um, all-star, all-star professional wrestling champion. Um, the Spartan. Go, and then you you had the Spartan, the Hughes Academy champion. You then had... The two JTs. The, yes, you had JT Hollow, the Maniacs champion. And... Jamie Tuck, JT. Oh, the big man. Yeah, how, how, how would you forget about him? Um, he's, my, he's, he's my Charlie Roberts. Um... Speaking Ooh. of Charlie Roberts. Oh, damn it. Damn you. I have his name yeah. written down because I remember that Charlie was in the match. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and Charlie... Charlie Roberts again. Yes. If there yeah. was like We're a just, we... Krillin count from like Dragon Ball Z abridged where like every time Krillin gets owned, there's a Krillin owned counter that goes up. You're one of that. It'd be a Charlie Roberts name forgotten count. It'd be like, it'd be at mm. like 60, 64 by now. 
But yeah, no, um, this was this was pretty damn cool. We also we did forget. Well, we didn't forget. We just missed one other person because it's a seven man ladder match. Well, DLC match. Oh, I can't think of any other New Zealand wrestlers that were in this match. What what are you going on about? Funny you should. It was that. also a JT as well, technically. Yeah, just with an X in the middle. We had uh, all the way from Australia, uh, JXT. Yeah, this guy is pretty dang cool. Um, just oozes charisma. Yeah, yeah, loved his gear. Um, Looked Bret Hart In fact, at one stage, there's one stage there because we were actually uh, sitting next to each other in our executive changing rooms. Um, and... His, his all his gear fell off the top, fell off the uh, the chair, and fell into my bag. And it was quite cool because all you could see was a superhero mask with all this nice, pretty gear. I was like, "Oh, I quite like the look of that." And I says, "Well, don't nah, don't tell any, don't anybody tell JXT, but I've just scored some gear." And turned around, and there he was doing warm ups behind me. I'm like, "Ah, hey, buddy." <laughs> I'm gonna um, just pick these up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so that was a really, really cool match. Um, one thing that absolutely blew me away was Jamie Tangata SA's entrance. That guy is just on another level. Um, without being disrespectful to anybody in New Zealand, why the hell is that guy not signed somewhere? Because he is absolutely amazing. Like, he's got... His, just his entrance is just the way he he just comes out and he throws punches and he does his big snappies and the bang boom at the right time and the, with the beat and everything like that you know it's just yeah absolutely awesome and his in ring performance is just as good um, as Jericho so, would put it yeah. he has it yes yeah um, and yeah he's just it was just absolutely amazing and. You know, you can you see guys like JXT and stuff like that. Now, J, JXT um, has been on TNA. He has had WWE tryouts, massive in Melbourne City wrestling. You know, he is huge. You know, this this guy is at another level as well. And yeah, he just um, yeah. Forgot to point it, out that it was, it was a just really really cool playing during uh, intermission. And they also oh, yeah. uh, played JXT to the ring, which was was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, no, that was that was cool. Even got up there and played the old wrestling ear guitar with a steel chair. So yeah, showmanship wise, it was really awesome. Yeah. But the match itself was the match was exactly what you would expect if you put seven guys like that in the ring. Um, there were some massive bumps. There was it's just the action was just so fast and so controlled chaos is, is probably your best way of describing it. Um, every single man in that ring, like you had Spartan who just literally got off the plane from England that morning and came to the venue. Um, he's just done his bit of a tour over the States. In England, he... I, I keep saying it, but I, I'm absolutely a massive fan of the Spartan. He's got so so much better um, over the last few years, um, and it was just it was just a phenomenal match. Um, at one stage, there somebody set up a door from the ring apron out to the barricades, and next thing you see, JXT's getting choke slammed through it over the top rope through the door, um, and it was just. Yeah, beautiful sequence of just bang, bang, bang moves. Just you turn around, boom, there's somebody else hitting a finisher. Boom, there's somebody else hitting a finisher. It was just absolutely brilliant. Um, and of course, before we get to the finish, yes. uh, mm-hmm. quick little side story. Uh, Mr. David Dunn was uh, in attendance, and I believe he was doing commentary with. Uh, Ben Mana. Yes. And uh, he caught up with the boss lady and myself and asked who we thought was going to win the main event. 
once we realized mm-hmm. all the all the pieces were in play. Yep. And we all thought, James Shaw, just because of how everything transpired, like it wouldn't have surprised us if mm-hmm. Divine Light had something to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him pull tag titles out of thin air, so yes, it wouldn't have surprised me if he got the APW title as well. But he did not win this one. No. I, and I and as I as I wipe finish. away my as I wipe away my tears of sadness because James Shaw did not win. <laughs> oh, um, Sorry, cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is when we go on to the the triumphant return of Sammy G from the Rumble. He actually slid underneath the rope, grabbed the title, and won. No, um, Sammy G is now the new champion. No, the true champion, the first ever action pro wrestling heavyweight champion of the world. Is none other than the Alpha Elite Charlie Roberts. Done in beautiful fashion. Uh, set a ladder up in the corner, standing. Then he climbed up onto the top turnbuckle, leapfrogged over the ladder, and hit James Shaw for the one, two, three. Yeah. Well, absolutely perfection. <coughs> um. Yeah, so basically it was just a tremendous night. Um, I managed to periodically through the night catch up with Mitchell. Um, I was keeping an eye on him as sort of one promoter to another. Um, this is first show. It's very overwhelming when you promote a show. I was just checking up on him, and he was just beaming. He was just absolutely loving it and stuff like that. I asked him after the show, I said, hey, Mitchell, when are we doing number two? <laughs> And he goes, nah, it's going, I just done the perfect show. I only want to do one show. Whether that's going to happen, because it's wrestling, you know? Um, Yeah, but no, it was an absolutely awesome show. Um, Shout out to Mitchell for putting it on. Shout out for Matt Rhodes for helping him out. Um, Shout out to, big, big shout out to Jan and Paul Fells, Mitchell's mum and dad. Um... Absolutely, some of the greatest people in the whole world. Um, it's always awesome to catch up with them. Um, a little side note as well, apparently Paul Fells was a massive Jitters fan. Jitters was in the Rumble, did this really, really cool running the ropes, little trick he does. Didn't work out too well for him, he took a stunner and went out apparently. Um, but Paul Fells was cracking up for that for about another half an hour afterwards. Um, he said it was one of the greatest things he's ever seen. Um, so reports that I've had that Jitters was pretty stoked by hearing that. Um, but it just that just encapsulates the whole night. Um, everyone just had so much fun. Um, it's really, really cool when we do these charity shows because it's it's not about money. It's not about climbing the ladder of wrestling. It is... It's just about a bunch of really, really cool wrestlers getting together, putting on a really, really good show. All your egos are checked at the door, and you just have fun. That was the that was the sole purpose of Mitchell Mania, and the same thing happened at this show. So it was really, really cool. Um, That's yeah. Cool. So yeah. Just having that reflective moment. Uh, hmm. We have a little bit of time left, so we're going to cross now to Mr. Ray Gunn, who has quite a big night ahead of him. Oh, is this whole section mine, is it? Um, yeah, yeah, well, I suppose. No, well, Jay's coming to the show, too. Why is it all about me? Jay's, Jay's going to be there, too. You're just glossing over my yes. recently kidnapped tag team partner's accomplishments, man. We need to be supporting... Because- no, 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 but it, it's because I'm not facing a wrestling god. I'm not facing the next big thing in wrestling. The next smiling medium, assassin. Well, okay, yeah, the next medium. Medium, medium, medium but extremely talented thing next in wrestling. Next big thing in wrestling yeah. in Sammy's pants. <laughs> this isn't about me, Regan. I'm trying to do you a solid here and give you the space to talk about speaking of solid um, for unified championship wrestling defining moments 
breaking the fourth wall, I'm not going to be there because yes, yes, Rusty I, beat I, me. Well, it's true. Well, it is true. I so. am doing my, I believe, sixth unified title defense this weekend. Yeah, you've had six defenses of the unified title this weekend. Wow. No, my sixth defense, TH on the end of that six. I have a hole in the middle of my teeth so that TH is hard to sound out. Uh-huh. Yes, and you were facing none other than the eccentric one, Elliot Samuels, who mm. I'm sorry, I absolutely love. I think he is absolutely brilliant. I, I do not want too. to see my... Fans. I was going to say, we've seen many times I don't that want the to... gun cabinet would, you know, be a perfect fit for one Elliot Sanders. And he's got a blue cape, just like me. I know, it's um, cool, right? Yeah. No, um, I do not want to see my tag team partner ever lose any of his titles, but I'll be keeping an eye on this one, and hey, just between you and me, and, you know, because I know no one's listening, um, I wouldn't mind either one winning, because they both be really, really cool guys. But go Ray Gunn. Yeah, that's right. Also, I'm, I'm not taking the situation lightly. You know, I've held this belt for like nine months, ten months now, something like that. Um, yeah, it's turning into a bit of a thing. <laughs> I'm getting a bit of a complex about it. <clears throat> With obvious exceptions, the, co- the competition has generally been tough. I have made it through most of my defences by the skin of my teeth. What's left of them anyway. Mm. And, and this so, yeah, time, unfortunately, and this time you, you were, yep. Yeah. 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 Well, you're face, you're facing a multi-time New Zealand champion in amateur wrestling. Mm. But everybody, everybody focuses on the eccentric part of Elliot Samuels. He's, he's, I would definitely, I would, I would call him New Zealand's Kurt Angle. I was going to say Kiwi Kurt Angle. He can do, he can do, he can do the, the, the cute little cowboy hat, drinking milk, funny ha-ha gaga stuff. But there's also that, that, that beast that lies beneath, you know? Um, so that's just my words of wisdom. Not okay. Funny okay. Jokes, We've told no, you off no it's just, it's just, it's just, just bragging you, inappropriate Eric. and unprofessional. Yeah. Um, so the more I trying to be it, serious here, I can end this if I just keep leading into it. You think so? But I have plans. I have. Trust me. The last, the last thing anybody wants to hear about when in relation to Reagan and Elliot Samuels is the tripod of destiny. Mm. Mm. Sounds like a fun night. I mean, what? <laughs> and it will be a fun night this Saturday at the Kayapoi Club for defining moments. Tickets yes, available. Not at- sure what my. Not sure exactly what my defining moment is, but let's just say <laughs> it's going to. I'll get. Gu- I'll guarantee it involves me beating the crap out of that stupid Aussie idiot and taking his belt off. Yeah. That sounds like a defining Hopefully. moment to Probably me. Probably not, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Speaking of defining moments, if I manage to beat Elliot Samuels this weekend, that's that's a year. That's a year of being undefeated for me. That's a year. Yeah, yeah, he did it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, now, I just thought of a really, really cool thing. If I do go down there and I take that belt of Robbo, then we've got both the major titles from Unified in the gun cabinet. Yeah, and right. the light heavyweight title is held by the bigger guy, and the smaller guy has the heavyweight <laughs> title. That's quite Whatever, I'm a soft 69 kgs, man. Yeah. And Sammy G's a soft 69 kilometers. I'd imagine the batteries on my scales might be a little flat, but like 69 kgs, bang on. Mm. Give mm. or take. Uh, I do have years. one favor to ask of, of, Give or take of the 69 gun kgs. What? What, Sammy? Just keep an eye on what? Trent Year for me, please. Mm, if you're lucky. He calls himself Mr. 365. 
this weekend. I'm going to prove I'm Mr. C- 365. He's going to have to find a new thing. Yeah, well, he also replaced you when Tim Rusty took you out. So I feel like we should be doing him a solid. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. Fine. Fine. But no more of the preferential treatment shenanigans for, like, the redacteds out there and whatnot, right? There's going to be no more. We're running out of time here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. You're never going to give them anything ever again, especially not at the upcoming show, right? If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PBNH Show. If you want to email us, pbnhshow at gmail.com. Uh, if you've missed any episodes over the last six months, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PBNH Show. Uh, we are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're listening on Triple Nine AM, you can catch the Wrestling Roundup with Grady and Josh from 11 p.m., uh, shout out to those guys. Also, the Wrestle Cafe is back on Radio Southland, so go and check out the Radio Southland website uh, to catch them. Uh, also, also quickly going to jump in there. Shout out to the Off the Top Boys, AJ and Jay, that we caught up with over the weekend as well at the show. Um, Tuesday nights, their show Off the Top is usually on, so it's a nice little warm-up before you get to the main event of the uh, PB&H show. So just, just putting it out there. Uh, also, thank you to New Zealand on air. Uh, and the views and values of One Ray Gun do not necessarily represent those of NPR or PBNH. So, uh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, if you're going to Unify this weekend, have an awesome time. I know these two will. Uh, otherwise, join us for a rundown next Tuesday night from 10 p.m. here on NPR. Uh, also, he's got the whole world yes. in his hands. Yes. But one more thing. Come along to the uh, Unified Show. Yes, that's a definite. But if you do find yourself on Tinder, just remember to use forward slash tripod. That's tripod with one eye. Say hi to Sammy G. See ya! If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.